Well, hey there. I'm back. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor? And you ask literally everyone you know for their recommendation? You know a doctor who actually gets you, listens to you, makes you feel super comfortable. They took their Hippocratic oath seriously. And finally, after weeks of searching, you find the one. You know, they make you feel comfy. They're within walking distance, so you don't have to get in your car. But then... You call their office and they have an appointment available, but reception tells you this perfect doctor doesn't take your insurance, wipe away your tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc to find and book the doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. I've said this time and time again. I have like five doctors, dentists, you know, psychiatrists that I've all found through ZocDoc. I do have an appointment, a dentist appointment coming up because I think I might have a cavity and I found that lady, that dentist, that awesome dentist through ZocDoc. So I recommend ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Welcome to the chain. This is the BCC Club with your hosts, Sarah Shower and Kendall Landreth. And Kendall has um, their child in the studio today. I know. I couldn't get a sitter today. Mm-hmm. So I have, this is Tyler. Hi, Tyler. You're terrifying. <laughs> what do you mean? He's so perfect. Yeah. Do you want to hold it? Maybe halfway through, I'll let you hold him. Oh, yeah. Bit. Let's definitely wait on that. <laughs> but um, today's episode, is Tyler, it- would you like to tell them? Go ahead, Tyler. Reborn dolls. Yep. So we're going to be talking about the reborn doll community. For all of you who don't do not know, the BCC Club, we like to review the weirdest parts of the internet, and now we're walking into the reborn doll community. Yes, we are. But before we get into it, how was your week? It was really good. I did a stand-up on Tuesday, and it was so much better than the open mic that oh, I good, did. good, good, Yeah, and it had um, it was Neil Brennan's show down in Santa Monica. How was he? He was really good. Good. Yeah, um, he was talking about how he just got into puzzles, and I was like, you should try Legos. And he was like, let me try the puzzles first. <laughs> and I was like, all right. But um, no, it was actually kind of weird. I was talking to this straight guy um, there at the venue, yeah. and he was like, what do you do? And I was like, I build... Like, it depends. 
depends, but like a um, pr- majority of my income is from like YouTube. I build like Lego sets, and yeah. he's like, "You do it on you do it on OnlyFans," and I was like, "Just said YouTube," and he's like, "Do people watch because you're funny or because you're pretty?" And I was like, "I was like, I have not." had a man tell me I'm pretty in a very long time <laughs> like I, I know you immediately kissed him no I was like <laughs> I, I understand like what you could be implying but also like I had to rack my brain I was like when is the last time that a not gay man called oh. me pretty and yes. I, I was like oh it made me like nostalgic it also is annoying because that question does feel crazy because you're like I'm about to perform at a stand-up show what yeah. do you think people watch me for <laughs> yeah I'm gonna build a lego set actually that would be like kind of fun like one of the smaller ones I'll be like all right guys stick with me you know and I like show the book of like instructions and yeah you're like what is this yeah and then you just take your top off and it's silent for six hours while yeah. you just built it <laughs> yes. that's what he thinks is happening yes. um that's incredible well I'm so proud of you thank you I also have another show tomorrow this won't be out in time and then another show the next weekend oh and then another show the next weekend you're just doing incredible it's so amazing you're just doing it I'm so excited I know and you like it a lot I fucking <laughs> love it oh my gosh so I have like stage Friday, so I take Ativan for that. Mm-hmm. And so before the show on Tuesday, like I also I was like I had Red Bull earlier, and then I had the Ativan, so I was like I felt weird. But also like while I was driving, I was like, oh my god, I have to crap like so bad. Yeah. But then the Ativan kicked in, and I was like, you know when you get panicky when you think you're about to crap yeah, your pants, yeah, 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 all yeah, the yeah. anxiety of like me about to shit my yeah. pants just completely went out. And the then you didn't d- have to. No, I still had to. I felt it like pooling in my ass. <gasps> I was literally dilated at that point. But like I was, but there, there was no anxiety. I was yeah. like, I am going to shit my pants. And it's fine. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, do, I think I have pants in the back. I could probably make it to the show. Yeah. 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 But it was kind of crazy how That's that. truly crazy. Yeah. I've had to, it, I really think it's so funny when you're going through something like that mm-hmm. in the car where you're driving and you're like, oh, I'm going to like shit myself. Yeah. And having to like do that self-talk that is just so desperate and embarrassing where you're yeah. like, you're okay, you're okay. Yes. You don't have to go to the bathroom. You're fine. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. And yeah. it's just so embarrassing. <laughs> it's deeply upsetting. I had that uh, thought the other day. I've, I throw up like a lot. Like it's same, not like, same, 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 yeah, same. It's, it's just like, um, I'm if, a vomiter. Yeah, yeah. I drink so many carbonated beverages. Like if I brush my teeth too hard, like it's just something casual. <laughs> and yeah. so like sometimes when I'm driving, I'm like, I start to freak out because I'm like, oh, no, I need to throw up. But then I'm, I go through this whole talk where I'm like, just do it on yourself. Just do it in your lap. And all you got to do is keep your eyes open. Go so to th- unnecessary. <laughs> uh, but so I mean, unnecessary. But I mean, just imagine looking over and there's just someone like just open <sighs> mouth, staring straight ahead, vomiting on their lap. <laughs> They're still singing the song. They're listening yes. to on the radio. How that was your week? It's incredible. It was good. I no, I'm a vomiter too. I vom- I get car sick. I'm yes. A, so people will be like, I'll vomit out of the car, and they'll be like, Oh my god, are you okay? We need to go home. I'm like, No, I'm literally fine. Like, <laughs> You're driving. Really yeah. Truly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's not a big deal. Um, how was my week? What did I do well? I had a little Oscar party at my house. Yeah. With a couple people, watched the Oscars, which was really fun. I didn't see any of the Oscar movies besides Puss in Boots, which was perfect. What was that nominated for? Best film and best actor. Oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> best animated. Best storytelling. Best storytelling. <laughs> um, best best uh, anima- animated mm, yes. film. <laughs> and then I saw Women Talking. Mm-hmm. And then okay. I saw one of the documentaries. Wait, can I interrupt you? Yeah. When um, In the last episode, when you kept saying you liked um, uh, Magic Mike more than Women Talking... <laughs> I did not know that Women Talking was a movie. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, just like the the feminist. I was like, I didn't get it. I was like, I love Magic Mike more than I love when I hear women talk. Yeah. And I was like, 
what the fuck? I don't know if that's even sexist because I think it just shows how much I love listening to women talk. The fact yes. is even on the same playing field is how much I love Magic mm-hmm. Mike. Um, no, it's a movie. Okay, what is it about though? Women talking. I oh. swear that's all it's about. <laughs> no, I mean, it really is. It's it, They're in a cult and it's a bunch of women. Something very bad happened to all of them, uh-huh. done to them by the men of the cult. And they're sitting in a barn and the whole movie is them deciding whether or not they should leave or if they should stay or if they should fight. Yeah. And they're just talking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had an Oscar party, which was fun. Hell yeah. And I thought they went great. Did they? I thought it was a good time. I thought it was uh, everything everywhere all at once won like everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was great. I think the only thing I was, I mean, I love that Jamie Lee Curtis won, but I also wanted the other actress to win. Yes. The daughter. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Other than that, I didn't really watch it. I know, yeah. I, uh, I, my girlfriend did say something that was so funny where they were like, every time someone wins an Oscar, and it's so true now, you like look for it, it happens. They always walk to the wrong side of the stage and then the people run and are like, come this way, come this way. Yeah. And I started watching and I was like, why did they do that? Why did they all go to the wrong side of the stage? Why did nobody tell them to exit yeah. the right way? Yeah. It made me laugh. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. And I, uh, there was a lot of movies about children. Yeah. And a lot of movies about being a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's true, but yeah. Did you take Tyler today, to go see Puss in Boots? I did. Boots? I saw took Tyler to go see Puss in Boots. Oh, so today we're going to be talking about Reborn Dolls. Yes, guys. Whee! Reborn <laughs> Dolls. Welcome all mothers of Reborn Dolls. Yes, we're going to try to go. I'm going to try to go easy on you because. Oh yeah. Some of you are probably going through a lot. Oh yes, <laughs> and I think as in any topic we discuss. Yes. And I stick by how harsh I was on the Disney adults episode. Okay. And let me just say, I've had a couple friends who are Disney adults talk with me about this. Mm-hmm. And we are on the same page. So okay. I, I feel strongly and I feel similar about this topic. Mm-hmm. Anything you do is awesome if it makes you happy. Yes. It is great. I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. And I truly, I don't find myself to be a very judgmental person. I am on a podcast where it's my job to share my opinion. So I might yes. come off as judgmental, but I really am not in real life. But... Anything, and truly anything, anything done past being, like, when it starts to affect your life, when it affects your family, when it affects other people in the world, when it affects, when you're spending over 100K a year, this starts to become, in my opinion, a problem. So anything done in moderation, I'm all for and that includes the reborn community. Mm-hmm. I am deeply judgmental, but <laughs> I hold back because it would be very hypocritical of me to critique any sort of community for like how deeply invested they are in it, especially financially, seeing as how I love Legos. Yes. Sure. So I'm not going to fault the reborn community for the cost of the baby. Yes. And I'm pretty sure the cost of a reborn baby is less than a real baby. Oh, sorry. Human baby. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. And that is true. So mm-hmm. what is a reborn baby, Sarah? So a reborn doll is a handmade art doll made by an artist to resemble a human infant with as much realism as possible. The process of creating a reborn doll is referred to as reborning, and the doll artists are referred to as reborners. <laughs> I feel like Stephanie Myers came up with that term because it's very uninspired. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Reborn dolls are also known as lifelike dolls or reborn baby dolls. The hobby of creating reborn baby dolls began in the early 1990s when doll enthusiasts wanted more realistic dolls. Reborn dolls are handmade art, handmade art made by artists and cannot be factory produced. Oh, so it's like um, crochet. Yes. 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 Which is why, technically speaking, Tyler here is not actually a reborn doll. Okay. I 
researched. He's mm. sold as a reborn doll. Yeah. But he is from Amazon. Okay, yeah. He looks like one of those dolls that you, like, learn CPR on. <laughs> does he have an open, like, does his airway open? No, no, no. Can you, like, He's scoop food of it? And oh. if you, you can squeeze him. Oh. Don't worry. He likes us. You can squeeze him. He's like a doll, whereas some of the, you know, really expensive reborns are, like, I don't know if it's silicone, but they feel like a baby. Yeah. This does not, like, this doesn't feel like a baby. Can I hold Tyler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold the neck. <laughs> just grabbed him in the ass that's fine oh he's terrifying he's cute I actually was surprised mm. how much I like him we've just sat him on the couch in my house does he poop no. like those little oh he doesn't you no. can't squeeze the little poops out of him no and I think some of them you you can so this one's more of a you know I wasn't planning on getting into reborning yet so I didn't want to invest too much he loves that <laughs> sorry shaking so baby happy. yeah Aww. but he was still stillborn uh, he was still <laughs> He was still He what? was like $80. Oh, he can was? You, <laughs> you bought him just for this episode? Can you believe that? I know. But I still, I mean, this is, they don't, they're not cheap. And this yeah. is kind of a, people would say, oh, that's a cheap reborn. And yeah. Said, <laughs> yes. Don't talk about Tyler that way. Um, let's see. Why do people buy them? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why people buy them. Yes. Some people buy them because they are told to buy them by their psychiatrist therapist it really is something that's given mm-hmm. to people home, to help yeah like home ec teacher uh yeah mm-hmm. why why do some people buy them some consumers of reborn dolls use them to cope with their grief over a lost child a memory reborn or a portrait doll of a grown child to remember what child what the child used to look like others collect reborns as they would regular dolls uh just keep them on a shelf i guess or mm-hmm. play with them many reborn owners are simply doll collectors while others have experienced miscarriages stillbirth or non or neonatal death. I have no mean have no means for adoption or suffer from empty nest syndrome. They may utilize the dolls as a substitute for a child. I think my parents briefly said that they. Jeez, oh, my. Uh, Here we go. How many? Ten, <laughs> ten minutes in. Ten minutes. No, first no, no. upsetting story from Sarah. Just okay, <laughs> no, but there is. Okay, no. My parents said uh, when Jake, Hannah, and I moved out of the house, they were like, "We feel like we became better parents when you guys moved out." And we were all like, "So okay." But that aside, that is very um, funny. My mom, when Hannah moved out, she was like, "I do have like empty nest like syndrome," and I was so with Hannah the, was the. The, the baby. Last to leave. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so I just imagine like, what if there was like a reborn like teenager? You know, <laughs> so it's just yes. like a a outline model of like my little sister. Yeah, when oh, she's eighteen. Very upsetting. I'm sure they make those. Yeah, I'm sure because everything they just keep pushing the limits. Like I've seen, they're starting. You know, they've they've toddler reborns. Then when does that end? Mm-hmm. They probably have dog reborns. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. I almost. I think I know they have that. Yeah. If your dog dies, would you get him taxidermied? Uh, her. Her. <laughs> Sorry. No, I would not. But I. Because I couldn't, I think I'm someone when I go through a loss, I just try to forget about it, which is not healthy. Yes. But I definitely don't want, and I, you know, I talk through grief with my therapist, but uh-huh. most of the time, or like in the past when I'd go through a breakup, I know some people like keep stuff. If I went through a breakup, I'd throw immediately everything away that they ever touched and really? just like new furniture, new everything. I need to forget this person ever was in my life. Which I'm working through, but mm-hmm. with a, when my dog passes, I will be so deeply upset that I will not want a life. Like, I don't, I don't want, <laughs> I, I, not my life. I want a life size, but then I realized it's a text for me dog. I would yeah. not want her in my house. I would not want to remember. Yeah. I would be doing everything to try to distract myself from the fact that my dog just died, including my partner and I have said, when our dog passes away, we will immediately, within the hour, go get another dog. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like, 
So if if your dog passes and I were to if. take the <laughs> my dog passes, which we don't know, we don't know scientifically yes. if that will happen. But like, uh, you wouldn't want me to like you know get its head like mounted and stuffed and put it on the wall like a moose. You could put it above your TV. It would. I would. It would ruin my life. <laughs> I would cry twenty four hours a day, oh, and it would never end. It, it would. <laughs> It would be really funny if you mounted the head that on the other side of the wall was like a, a little plaque and then it's enti- the rest of the body coming out. <laughs> I can't even think about this. I'm going to start crying on the podcast. I just love my dog. She's, it's going to be terrible. I mean, I really worry. We're, well, we've always been like, well, when our dog passes, we're such a loving dog home. So we'll immediately get another dog. There's no reason to not have a dog. But I do worry I will like name it my dog's name and then I will also just yeah. my brain will pretend that that's the dog i'm really scared <laughs> i'm not well yeah um i think if uh no, my get a stuffed dog oh yeah. sorry go ahead i think if my uh cat dopey passes i'm gonna turn him into a steering wheel cover oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. so i can always he's hold always him with you. he's always with you <laughs> yes. oh my god so we okay. relate to all of this mm-hmm. um what what's this hobby like sarah um, oh, wait, so... Let's... Sorry. Oh, I, I skipped a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't read. I don't <laughs> go the top of the I didn't second. take my medication today, Sarah. You're good. Psychiatrist Gail Saltz supports use of reborns for people who do not want to make the commitment of having a real child. Saltz also supports using reborns to comfort bereaved parents. In this case, the reborn may symbolize a step in the grieving process. I think it's important that she said a step in the grieving progress. Prog- yes. I got it. The step in the grieving process. Yes. Um, Salt says that concern should only come if someone who lost a baby grows too attached to their reborn because it could indicate their grief is not getting resolved. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what's this hobby like? Some owners role play by dressing their dolls, washing their hair, and may even take them for walks and strollers and take them shopping. I honestly feel like that's fine. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. that I'm, I'm like, go off. That's yeah. great. Yeah. It's not my... I don't care. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I did see, I was at Universal Studios the other day, especially after doing this topic and researching it. I was like, I think every baby is a reborn doll now. Mm-hmm. We were at Universal and this woman was holding a baby that was asleep and it was just like the most, it really looked like, it was the most perfect baby I'd ever seen. Yeah. And I kept hitting Jordan being like, that's a reborn doll. That's a reborn doll. And mm-hmm. then it moved and I was scared. It wasn't a reborn doll. <laughs> yes. Um but no, I think that's great. I was like, if she wants to take a reborn doll to Universal Studios for a day and have fun, yeah, that's incredible. If she took her reborn doll instead of her real child, yeah, then we get into some issues. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I think that happens. <laughs> yes. I swear to God. I swear to God that happens. But uh, Emil St. Uh, Hillary, a humanities PhD student at Concordia University in Montreal, has studied reborn dolls and their collectors. She has found that some collectors get a kick from bringing their dolls into public spaces and watching strangers mistake them for real babies. It's like having a secret, she says. <laughs> I know. Have you taken that outside? No, this is my first. This is our first outing. Oh, really? Are well, those the clothes that it came with? Um, well, I was born nude, and then I put these clothes on them, and I. This is the first week. Technically, it should be out in the sun, so that's why this is its first outing. Oh, does the baby get sun bleached? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like a dog turd. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, wow. all crusted up. <laughs> okay. So reborn collectors can develop a special bond with their reborns. Across social media, collectors speak openly for the special bond one can develop with certain reborns, as well as the grieving period that sometimes follows once a doll is let go. As with many collecting hobbies, uh, reborns share reborns are commonly bought, then sold or swapped out, changing hands within the community. Oh, my. Would you ever exchange your baby for another baby? No. 
really? Never. I would never do that. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine if like there was um like a toxic parent for like three reborn dolls? <laughs> You know, there's like a golden child, a forgotten child, and then like a scapegoat. There must be. Yeah. There must be. Because, and we'll get into this, but I, and I've watched, because I really, I love to go down a, a wild rabbit hole on the internet, and I will go on these reborn TikToks, and these people will be like, took the day off work because my baby's sick, talking about a reborn doll. They're getting real medicine from the pharmacy. They're getting real stuff for this baby. Yeah. They, and I think it says later, they don't actually think it's a real baby. They're not, you know, they're not. Yes, insane, adrift. Yes, they, uh, they. I mean, it's real. Like it is mm-hmm. all real. So if you have multiple reborns, I'm sure they have different relationships with every reborn. Mm-hmm. One of them is probably the annoying reborn. I don't know how that's possible. It feels yeah. like there would have to be a lot of projecting on a child to <laughs> yes, make it an annoying yes. one. But um, I totally bet that happens. Yeah, and I mean, like if people, if parents can take off because of their children, which they should be allowed to, you should be allowed to take off because of your yeah. reborn. It's well, like how yeah. cigarette smokers get a smoke break. So if you stand outside and pretend to smoke. I'm like, sure, yeah, go yeah. on break. <laughs> yeah. What type of reborn would you be? Me, personally, yeah. or which one would I have? No, which one would you be? Oh, like- the <laughs> probably be the golden child for the first time in my life. <gasps> That's beautiful. I know. That's beautiful. He's cute. Have you touched his eyelashes? I don't want to. Okay. Oh, Tyler, is his hair painted on? Yeah, it's not real. I thought I thought that I thought that was weird. That it was just painted on. You know what you should do? You should um, put your hair in a ponytail and clip <laughs> off like three inches or two inches just of the it. end and just tape it to the top <laughs> of the baby. I put just packing tape. Yes. Or like if you have any like extra makeup brushes, just take out the bristles. Oh, and so yeah. he's got different color hair. Oh. <laughs> yes. Maybe when he's a little older. Yeah. He's not quite ready for that yet. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um... Well, hey there, I'm back. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask literally everyone you know for their recommendation? You know a doctor who actually gets you, listens to you, makes you feel super comfortable. They took their Hippocratic oath seriously. And finally, after weeks of searching, you find the one, you know, they make you feel comfy. They're within walking distance so you don't have to get in your car. But then... You call their office and they have an appointment available, but reception tells you this perfect doctor doesn't take your insurance, wipe away your tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc to find and book the doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. I've said this time and time again. I have like five doctors, dentists, you know, psychiatrists that I've all found through ZocDoc. I do have an appointment, a dentist appointment coming up because I think I might have a cavity and I found that lady, that dentist, that awesome dentist through ZocDoc. So I recommend ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BCC. ZocDoc.com slash BCC. I remember one day when I used to live in New York that I had a really high fever and I needed a note to get out of work. It was so rude. They didn't just say, feel better, Kendall. They said, unless you want to come to your shift at the restaurant, you need to get a note from a doctor. I wandered around those streets of New York City for literally 
four hours with a fever trying to find a doctor. And it was impossible. And then when I finally found one, it was so expensive and he was kind of weird. So I really encourage people to use ZocDoc. It is so much better than hoping for the best because I'll tell you, there are some interesting doctors out there. ZocDoc is the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. And we're not talking about a few. We're talking about tens of thousands of doctors, all with verified patient reviews so you can make sure the vibes are vibing before you meet in real life. Also, ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. That is my favorite thing when you do not have to call a doctor's office. I hate calling anyone. It is the worst thing I could think of doing. And so I love that I can just click make appointment online. I never have to speak to anyone. It makes it so easy for me. Um, And it's easy to do on the go, okay? Go to ZocDoc.com slash BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash BCC. ZocDoc.com slash BCC. Psychiatrist Raj Persuad explains that mothering a real-born newborn baby releases the hormone oxytocin in the mother and hypothesizes that this may explain why reborn mothers become emotionally attached to the reborn baby doll. Do you think that, like, reborn mothers, like, lactate because of their baby? Um, I, maybe. I think so. Because if you, probably not. What did I say? I think so. Probably not. (laughs) Are you lactating? Right now, yes, yes, yes. Of course. but I, <laughs> but that's just. But I've been working day. on that for years. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the baby. <laughs> I know that if you you can make yourself be able to breastfeed even if you don't have a baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I've always thought about mm-hmm. doing for fun. Um, just not even for fun. I'm like just that would be helpful. Stimulating the, the areolas. Is that all you have to do? I think you have to be around like crying children a lot. I think you have that's to hear a baby wild. cry and, and your boobs are like. Something's here. No, I think that's if you can already breastfeed. Like my mom would tell me that if we, you know, when she was breastfeeding me, if a baby cried like in the grocery store, she would she like, would breastfeed, breastfeed it. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I said, Mom, and this is why you were in jail for so many years. Yes. Just kidding. She wasn't. Okay. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, reborn. I. This is my problem. I just pick a random spot and I start reading. And you're like, please stop. Where are we at? Reborn hobbyists. Reborn hobbyists refer to the emotional response to holding their doll as cuddle therapy. I actually really get that because I'm like holding, what's his name? Tyler? Tyler. (laughs) Tyler right now. And it is like, you know, I have have nephews that Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with. And when I hold them, it it feels similar. Yeah. Like it feels like I'm like holding a baby. I've never held a real baby. Really? I don't think anyone would trust me with a baby. I'd trust you. If I had a baby, I'd let you hold the baby. You literally- Sitting down (laughs) with a blanket and a lot of people around. (laughs) I'd let you hold the baby. No, I would. They're easy. I was really scared. The first time I held my nephew, I think it was the first baby I ever held. And I was like terrified because I had all these intrusive thoughts of just like imagining- Throwing it. Yeah, it was like, I'll just drop it. (laughs) it, It's like in my brain, I was like, if I hold a baby, my arms won't work anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you hold a baby and you're like, oh, this is the lightest thing I've ever held in my entire life. And I mean, lighter than my, I mean, a newborn baby mm-hmm. is really six pounds. Yeah. Think about what six pounds. I was that's, like, ha- that's lighter than your water bottle. Yeah. I think I was like 10 pounds. I was a heavy one. Too. I, was, I was a big, I was a big baby. I was yes. a big girl. Yes. I was a big girl. And I had a broken collarbone when I was born. Oh, really? Yeah. And I cried for a really long time. They thought I had colic. They thought I was deaf for a long time because I didn't talk till I was two. Actually, that's a different issue. But yeah, I 
cried all the time. And they took me to an appointment. And they're like, well, her, her collarbone is broken from birth. Oh, wow. And I was like, everyone was so mean to me, acting like I was so dramatic. I had a broken, like, neck, basically. Yeah. Really upsetting. That is deeply upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's it's really easy to hold a baby. They're so light. And mm. I feel like with my nephews now, I'll be like, I'm holding one, I'm doing the dishes, I'm doing work. Yeah. I'll switch sides. I'm like, have it like this, and I'm doing stuff. It's like, so, they're so light. They're so easy to hold. Yeah, it's like getting a brand new iPhone, where, like, the first <laughs> couple days, you're, like, super gentle with it, and then by, like, week three, it's covered in spit. Oh, yeah. That's just like a baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever handed your iPhone to someone, and they've been like, ew, no, I have. <laughs> what? Because I've been like, I've handed it to them and it's been so covered in like stuff. Yeah. They've been like, oh, God. And then I get so embarrassed <laughs> yeah. and I have to wipe it off. And I don't know what it is. I think it's I like have Cheeto fingers and then I use my iPhone. Yes. I don't know. Um, There's a biological. There is a biological response that's triggered when handling a realistically proportioned lifelike baby doll. Studies suggest that doll therapy can reinforce feelings of attachment and emotional well-being in some patients with dementia. Dr. Pamela Rutledge, a media psychologist and director of the Media Psychology Research Center, and said any object that we imbue with meaning can be therapeutic, can have therapeutic effects, from teddy bears and dolls to worn objects like jewelry. Dolls have been used in therapy for years. Interesting. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Are you going to get Tyler baptized? Yeah, we already has been. Real? Why didn't you invite me? Sorry, it's private. Oh my, I have a really and nice... I was worried you'd wreck havoc. I have been to a lot of baptisms. Okay, well, I didn't know that. I've actually performed a baptism. Re- that isn't true. Yeah, it is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't believe that for a second. No, but I have been baptized in a river. Yeah, we didn't want to invite, we didn't want to invite you. We almost invited you, but we had a, me and my, my... Me and Jordan had a long conversation. We decided you would not be welcome at our baptism. Well, did other people get... I would not be welcome. Did other people get invited? Yeah, a lot of people got invited. Oh, my God. What did I do? (laughs) We just thought... Well, it wasn't really our... Tyler didn't really... Tyler said he wasn't comfortable. Tyler? Oh, my God. After I gave you a homemade bottle of moonshine. (laughs) And you're the one dropping... And that's why you didn't catch it when he fell. All right, so there's a difference between artists versus collectors. People in the reborn community are either... Oh, he's pooping. Oh, he's pooping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yes. so am I. Uh, people in the reborn community are either artists creating the dolls, reborners, or reborn collectors. Some are both, where they both create reborns to sell and collect slash make reborns for themselves. Um, there's some common misconceptions about the reborn community. Um, it is false that reborn collectors think that dolls are real babies. <laughs> I'm sure there is are a couple that probably think it's a real baby. That cannot be true. How? You. How would you think you bought it, you designed it, and it does not move? Yeah. How would you think it was real? Well, mental illness <laughs> is very, I don't know, you know, it could, it, I mean, people stalk people, people oh, yeah. murder people. I'm pretty sure there's someone out there who's going to buy a baby doll and be like, this is real. I think I could see people becoming so attached to it that it is the same attachment they would have to a real baby. Yeah. But I think... It would be hard for me to imagine being like, you think that's real, and then being like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm blown away every day by the people I meet, so mm-hmm. I'm sure that those people exist. Um, PhD student... St. Hillary. St. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary points out that of the dozens of reborn collectors that she surveyed worldwide, none think their dolls are real babies. It does feel funny. I've seen this in a couple studies where it's like dozens as if that's like a big... 
mm-hmm. amount of people. And I'm like, dozens is so small. Well, I imagine these people are like used to being mocked. So when someone reaches out and is like, can I talk to you about your baby? They're <laughs> no. like, only a, do- a couple dozen are going to be like, you know what? I got free time, you know? Yeah. But imagine a study where, like, if they didn't say dozens and they, okay, you're done. You're yeah. done with Tyler. That's yes. fine. I'm sorry. Um, they, imagine if you were like, and we asked 12 people. Yeah. And they said no. So that's a good study. But yeah. saying dozens, people don't even think about it. Um, and this is a false mm-hmm. uh, statistic because I do think Tyler's real. Okay. And I know Tyler's real. Mm-hmm. But instead, St. Hilary has observed that the dolls tend to satisfy an imaginative itch in collectors, whether they're making reborns from kits and online tutorials or merely choosing how to dress them. Oh, they're playing God, making a baby. <laughs> uh, the dolls aren't child substitutes so much as props in something like a large-scale role-playing game. And then Lucinda Plancart, a reborn collector, knows she risks confrontation when she takes her dolls out in public. <laughs> Oh, my God. There's discrimination against the reborn doll community. Oh, my God. Well, I think that's just terrible. I mean, I think if you're just playing with the doll like it's a doll, that's awesome. I mean, I feel like that's like anything people do to heal their inner child. Yeah. If they didn't get to do that. I mean, you play with Legos. I play, I love to play Mario Kart. You play with cleaning supplies. I play with cleaning supplies. <laughs> yes. I, I, I am a whiner. I whine a lot. Oh. Like a, in that way. Like wine tasting or like complaining? No, physically complain. Oh. I just complain a lot like a bait. Like I feel like I am a person to be like, I'm tired. Somebody yeah. take me. To, so I need to be tugged. Like I can be a, b- a bit of a baby. So not a weird sex way. Anyways. Yeah, I didn't think it was that way. But um, <laughs> You looked at me like you thought it was a weird sex way. On my face just, just went blank. Um, um, But I think a lot of people do that. Yes. Like they <laughs> complain <laughs> yes. sexually. A lot of people do something that they that's like childlike or go to Disneyland or whatever that makes yeah. them feel like, oh, they're connecting with their inner child, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, but Lucinda says it comes with the territory. When people ask questions, she answers. The dolls are objects of art and they make her feel good. They're not replacements for children. But I mean, who the fuck is going up to a lady with a baby doll and is confronting them? You know, like that you think that's a real baby? Even if she did, like, how would that affect you? This is somewhat true. Reborn collectors don't have children and use reborns to cope. This is what the notes say. I didn't say that. But yeah, reborn collectors don't have children and use reborns to cope. St. Hilary estimates that half of reborn collectors have children of their own. Reborn dolls are most commonly associated with people who have experienced miscarriages and stillbirths. But many reborn collectors are also people who have never experienced pregnancy, pregnancy and or are unable to do so. Not all reborn collectors use their dolls to cope with the loss of a child. Many simply see them as art pieces and collector items. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I totally understand that. Like, if you... I mean, the therapist says that it's like cuddle therapy. And it's, like, really reassuring. I assume when... Oh, my gosh. This is not the same, because a cat is not the same as a child. (laughs) But if Dopey ever passes, I'm probably going to buy, like, a lifelike size cat. I don't know if I could do what you do and immediately go pick up another cat. Because I feel like I would be, me personally, disrespecting Dopey's spirit. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I, but I would probably get something that is in his shape. Yes. So I can cuddle with him. I think I would just need to get a new dog for multiple reasons. I'm like, my dog's my entire life. So it would be hard to not have a dog in the house in general. Like, yeah. I, and maybe not the same day, but, you know, the same month, I would probably go get a new dog. Because it, it feels like I will need a dog to grieve the loss of my dog. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I'm sad, my dog Angel 
curls up on my chest and she's just the most comforting thing. Mm -hmm. And I think putting my energy into like caring for another dog would be good for me. But I think I, but I also probably would, yeah, I think getting a life-size version is comforting too. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. I'm thinking about your romantic relationships now. When you break up with someone, I'm not saying that you and your partner ever will, do you immediately go to a new relationship? No, I don't. But, But you know, I didn't date a lot Mm-hmm. Before my partner right now. I, I was I was pretty good about I'd break up and then we'd break up and I'd take time to myself okay. and yeah. and whatever. But I would maybe sleep around a little bit. Oh more. yeah. Like I feel like I would instantly maybe do that. I don't know if I've asked you this. Have you had a whore era? Yes. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh my god. A big one. Oh really? <laughs> well not big, not long, like two years. Okay. That's a decent yeah. I, yeah. I I was yeah. And it was bad because I was well, I'm a lesbian, and I had been told And gay by sex a, is wrong. Gay yeah. sex is wrong, so it was hard for me yes. in my religion. Yes. But I was told by a doctor uh-huh. that lesbians couldn't get STDs. This was something I was told. That's a, what? I swear on my life, I was told by a doctor. This is another ZocDoc promotion. Oh. <laughs> I did not find them on ZocDoc. Yes. Um, but, so, and I think it was more common. Like, people were, and this was not long ago, but I think, conversations have just changed so much more now where people were I think some people really did think well if you're gay if you're a lesbian you can't get an STD uh-huh. which is so wrong Incredibly so deeply wrong. wrong yes and I thought that did a like year and a half horror era mm-hmm. I didn't you know just slept with a lot of people yeah. and then had a friend be like you can definitely have an STD oh, and yeah. I literally remember crying on the side of the New York City streets uh-huh. <laughs> going from City MD to City MD being like, someone please test me. Yeah. And I had like no money. And they were like, you don't have insurance. And I was like, I know. I don't know to do. And I was just like sobbing and trying to get tested for STDs. And I uh, couldn't. This is the end of the story. I literally, I finally have been since then, of course. And now, yeah. I, and now I have health insurance. But I literally could not afford to get tested. Mm-hmm. And thank God I made it out. I never had an STD. But mm-hmm. I've had chlamydia a couple times. Um <laughs> But, <laughs> that's okay though that's like a but I used to when know. I was your age oh my god I was like straight and so like yeah. um, but I'm fine now <laughs> my partner's like oh my god <laughs> no but uh, no I'm fine now <laughs> yeah but I thankfully I my parents were in the military so I just went to the Navy hospital and they're like yeah, take this pill you fucking slut yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I felt like those two years where I was just like dating a lot of people and mm-hmm. having a lot of sex and just hooking up with people, went to a sex dungeon, did a lot oh, of crazy really? stuff. And I had, a, I had a couple wild years. I Now people, I'll hear people be like, oh, I don't have time to be in a relationship. And yeah. I'm like, wow, I've never had more time than being in like a really comfortable monogamous long-term relationship. Yeah. Because doing all of that at like 18, 19, 20 and like constantly going on dates, constantly being unhinged, constantly... Yeah. Doing all that stuff took so much time. And like mm-hmm. now I just have a person I love and we just are together. Yeah. And and it doesn't take a lot of time. I mean, it takes my time because I want to spend time with them, but it's not like uh it took so much more of my time like dating yeah. dating around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like are people do people who say that like they don't have time for a relationship? I'm like, how much time does a relationship for you take up? Because my partner and I we text each other, good morning. They work all day. I work all day. Yeah. We probably check in at night. 
if and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm out at a club because they like are need to like work on music stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm fine with that. I feel like I'm very securely attached. Oh yeah. I definitely used to be avoidant. Um, oh really? Okay. I think um, anxiously attached people make me anxious. That means but you're I can avoidant. Imagine, <laughs> yes, but I can imagine if you're anxiously attached and you're thinking about getting a usually and you're thinking about getting into a potential relationship. Yeah, that can be daunting. Yeah. Because that normally takes up a lot of your time. Yeah. And I, as someone who was anxious attachment and then have worked in therapy for years and now I'm sec- I I would say very secure attached mm-hmm. actually. It's like, yeah, my we it's the same thing. We text in the morning. Well, we wake up. We live together. We, yeah. We, own we an text we, morning, babe. <laughs> <laughs> we own an apartment together. So we wake up in the same apartment and we, uh, you know, say good morning, but help each other get ready. They make me breakfast in the morning. Mm-hmm. That, now I don't have to make breakfast anymore. That's nice. I take more of the night shift. You know, I get them ready and I like help them at night. You do closing. I do closing shift. They do morning shift. Mm-hmm. And then all day, yeah, we don't text really unless there's like information we need to get to one another. Yeah. And then I'm so excited to see them at the end of the workday. But I don't need to be like putting on a show for like because we've been together so long. It's like there are weeks that we don't get to go on a date or anything because we're yeah. both working or whatever. But we just are. But if I was newly dating and dating around, I wouldn't be able to do that. I would have to like put in effort mm-hmm. or just like waking up at someone else's house. And I just remember like waking up at a random person's house and then I have to like. I don't have my work clothes with me and I have to like take an Uber to my apartment, get my work clothes, go back. It was like messy. It took us so much time and money and it's just hard. I don't usually sleep over. I like don't really plan. When I was single, I didn't really plan dates. I'd go on Hinge or Bumble and I'd swipe until I found someone I liked. And I I cannot stand like the, you know, you're pretty, I'm pretty, whatever this sort of thing. I literally, when I would match with someone, I'd be like, go on a date with me right now. (laughs) And so, like, a lot of them would be like, that's weird, or I yeah. can't. Or uh, then I love the responses that are like, let me get off work. I got to get ready. And then, yeah. Because it's like, I yeah. want to see. I don't, I, I hate, like, the, the long talking period. I'm not going to love bomb you. You could, we could literally go on a date and you never speak to me again. Yeah. I just, like, I want to talk to people and I want to, sure. an excuse to look pretty. And yeah. if something happens, then that's great. But, like, I can't, sometimes I cannot stand lesbian dating. You know? Yeah. It's intense. I mean, it really is intense. You can't, like, I have straight friends who they'll talk about, like, their new relationship. And they're like, I don't know if I, I don't know how I feel yet. Like, it's been really fun. And we've gone on, like, 12 dates. And it's been great. But I just don't know. And I'm like, wow. If you saw me on a 12th date, like, I'm like, I'm currently on my 12th date with my partner who have a house together and live together. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we would be fully moved in. Like, so they just take so much. It takes so much time, mm-hmm. but lesbian dating, you have to get right into it. It's a lot of pressure sometimes. It can feel like, um, yeah, but I guess that's kind of the opposite of what you're saying now that I'm thinking about it. I, d- I feel no pressure to date people. Interesting. I love hooking up with just, I don't know. That's why I like my, when I was a whore, my settings were for women over 40 because they don't want to date yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. will, like, they're very much like grinder type lesbians yeah. where like if a, over over 40 woman text you come over right now yeah. she's very serious <gasps> yeah and she means right now but i would always do the facetime before i did the date which i think a lot of people don't like that would, is terrifying yeah i would do a facetime date before i did a real date oh my gosh wait newborn dolls the criticisms 
of this. Um, let's just hold that. But so subreddits like r slash reborn tall cringe mock newborn re, uh, re mock reborn collectors. The about section for subreddit says real people with real problems coping by being as creepy as possible. And there's 65,000 users on this subreddit. The thing is, is like it, it does not concern you, you know? And it isn't creepy. Yeah. I, I don't find it's like it's not in, in your it's not creepy just even if you're just explaining it. There's really nothing creepy about it. Yeah. I think once again, like anything, if you if it changes your life and you've had no actual you've done no actual work to work through something you're going through, if that's the reason you have a newborn doll, yeah. a reborn doll, um, then that's not good. But that's not bad for me. Yeah. I don't you go ahead and keep doing it. It's bad for you. Like you yeah. need to be able to process your emotions and get through something um and have a normal relationship with the doll exactly and if i saw i mean i'm not hating on actual parents but if i saw a actual babe if i saw a human baby <laughs> and then a reborn baby enter a plane i would be like the reborn baby i'm gonna i'd rather sit by you know because yeah. the human baby could cry unless the reborn mother cries on the child's behalf <laughs> i don't know um but <laughs> she has like a voice she starts playing like she presses play on a, a recording she's made of just a screaming child and then she just like holding sorry guys sorry, i can't so like sorry. it's just you get it but um the reborn content creators often receive hate comments one reborn tiktoker it, whenever i say reborn it sounds like something with christian it does sound yeah, like that. Like, um, but, uh, a reborn again doll. Yes, yeah, a born again. Okay, <laughs> Jess, uh, reborns of Jess uh, said, I've had a huge amount of hate comments most of the time. Those are from the closed-minded people who think that the dolls are for children or that I must be mentally ill. Hey, whenever I post about Legos, it's, um, I think one of the main comments was like, I'm so happy you're open with your mental illness or something like that. So I get it, you know? That's the worst. I also breastfeed my Lego collection. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you do think it's a real baby. Yeah. That's yeah, a different. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Um, I think it, yeah, it's also just like mentally ill is different from, it's so bizarre because mentally I'm Mentally like, deficient. Mentally. <laughs> That's me. Yes. <laughs> I just think that um, it's like you, first of all, a lot of these people really are artists. Like yes. they are, especially the people who make reborn dolls. They're making true art. They're like sculptures. Yeah. That to me is like. You spend all the time you want doing that. That's your career. Like, mm -hmm. that's awesome. And, of course, you like the dolls because you, that's your whole job. You make them. That makes sense to me. Um, but even in terms of, like, mentally ill, I think that is just such a harsh way to put it because it is, like, if someone is grieving the loss of something mm -hmm. or, like, if I was grieving the loss of my dad but I, like, was still kind of, like, not handling it well. Yeah. Like, maybe I got into – I don't know. I don't know if people would call that mentally ill. I think yeah. they would be like they are having a hard time. <laughs> I think that their hatred is weird or like their people deal. Like so if this person is grieving the loss of a child, if a woman told you I had a miscarriage and then you're like she's like, I'm grieving. You'd be like, sure. Yeah. But like so this person, if she had a miscarriage and has a reborn doll, you're not going to. Why would you critique the way that she yes. grieves? Yes. You know, because you know that. I mean, and also the art sort of thing, like look at literally any type of art or yeah. like nude sculpture. Like, yeah. It's they just appreciate it. It doesn't, yeah. you you know. I yes, don't, I don't get yes. it. No, I agree. Yeah. And I like I said, it's like it's just for. It's not for me. I you do this reborn thing as much as you want. All I'm saying is, if you're doing it to the point where it's affecting your life, you might want to look into that because that might be sad for you. But mm -hmm. that's with literally anything. That is not just with the reborn dolls. I always think of this woman who was on. I think Doctor Phil, mm -hmm. which my mom wouldn't let me watch because she didn't like Doctor Phil. Which 
Bald. Is, is, what'd you say? Bald. She doesn't like bald yeah. people. Um, no bald people on her TV. But she, uh, but I did watch Dr. Phil sometimes, and there was a woman who was convinced that the song Annie, Are You Okay by Michael Jackson was about her. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a great example because it tore her entire family apart fully. Her children estranged for, or estranged from her. Don't speak to her. She, I think, eventually was like homeless. Like it was really bad because she was so convinced of this that she went like off the deep end and it changed it it changed every facet of her life. Yeah. But if you just had a mom who was like a normal mom, but also thought the song Annie Are You Okay by Michael Jackson was about her, it's not a big deal. It's just everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know if this example makes sense, but I think it is just like once things start affecting your children and your life and your job and your home and everything, then no it doesn't have to be a reborn doll, whatever it is, you maybe gotta go to therapy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the media and public reception have been um, have called reborns creepy. This can be explained by the uncanny valley hypothesis. The uncanny valley hypothesis is um, as subjects become more lifelike, they gain an increasingly empathetic response until a certain point at which the response changes to repulsion. For example, The Polar Express, which is a movie I will not watch because... Because it kind of looks like a train? They look... It kind of looks like a train. It kind (laughs) of looks like a car. It kind of looks like me. I don't really know what it is. No, the children in that movie, all the characters, look... It's Uncanny Valley. They Mm. look a little too real, but they're not real. And my brain is like, what's happening? And they scare me so bad that I cannot watch that movie. Mm -hmm. And I will not watch that movie. Well, I think it's based off like a human evolution in that like you recognize prey and when... Or like it's a way of categorizing things so like that is a human that is like and it's a survival sort of thing so when something fits yeah. doesn't fit within that a category you're like your brain is just like freaked out yes and you know in the first shrek movie i think i've told you this they originally i heard this fact now i'm second guessing i told true. you this fact okay good. It. so it's true yes that, <laughs> they, that um fiona they they did a, a release of the film and people were so scared of her because of uncanny valley yeah. she looked a little too real that they had to re do her part oh i don't know if i told you that fact i was thinking of someone else <laughs> okay what were you gonna say um what's that guy from oh he was in the chippendales snl sketch chris farley oh sure this is my I, this is the fact that i thought i told you uh chris farley was originally supposed to voice shrek <gasps> and then they got through like 80 percent of the movie and he passed and so they oh. were like we need someone else and they chose yeah the what's his face the canadian yes but then didn't they do it again because he did the first they recorded the whole film, it's done, and then he was like, Shrek should be Scottish. Oh. And they re-recorded the entire thing. Damn. Scottish, right? He's Scottish? Maybe, Whatever I think so. Whatever accent he does in that movie. He was like, I should have done this, and they redid the whole thing. Yes. So you can buy Reborns mm-hmm. basically anywhere. Etsy, Reborns.com, Facebook groups, I'm sure is a great place to get them. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, people do say you can buy them at places like Amazon, Walmart, or AliExpress, but Reborn collectors don't really think that is true yeah can you imagine yeah a Shein reborn doll <laughs> i'm sure they exist oh, oh god that's yeah oh god yeah um it's just a real baby that someone was like please take oh. this <laughs> um but they also are not supporting artists reborn artists it's oh like, yeah, yeah yeah you know it's it's unfortunate um and i only bought one on amazon because mm-hmm. i needed it in a day mm-hmm. and he was fast he got here really fast he's a preemie he is yeah they cost a lot of money like i said this was 80 dollars. this is a normal doll this is just a regular doll i had dolls like this growing up crazy the only difference i can see is it has eyelashes i don't know it was 80 dollars. yeah am i gonna return it i thought so yes but now i kind of want to keep it 
You and that's something like, I need to work on in my own life. You should do like a makeup tutorial on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to use it. And it's a tax write-off, so yes, it's fine. Yes. That's why he's here today. <laughs> um, but a real reborn can cost anywhere from $100 to $600 and like a truly detailed, like one done by an artist can mm-hmm. be up to $5,000. But that's only because they use skin from a real baby and they <laughs> yeah. graft it on. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I they wouldn't be surprised. Triple dip it in formaldehyde so it doesn't start to smell. And you can do custom ones too. Yeah. So you could order that custom if you wanted one to be made of real human skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and those ones can be really expensive as well. Mm-hmm. So how can you customize your reborn doll? Skin color, mm-hmm. gender, size. Yes. You can have veining put onto it. I wonder if you can give your baby like wings. Or like spikes? I'm sure you can. You can give it a uh, hair, mm-hmm. a desired weight, a single hair. Color. <laughs> yes. Yes. You can give it one hair. Yes. And it's expensive mm-hmm. per hair, $100 per hair. Oh my God. Um, you can give it accessories. Some dolls I've seen are given, uh, you know, birth defect or whatever because they're, you know, somebody had a baby with a birth defect and oh. the baby passed away. And so you can do all sorts of things. Some people might do that just for fun. I don't know. Maybe that's like more expensive and yeah. an artist is more proud of that. I don't really know. But they, there's all, you can do anything. Uh-huh. You can get any type of reborn, they'll do it. That is so interesting. I'm reading, uh, they can, yeah, you said veining milk spots and birthmarks. What is a milk spot? I think that is those, I might be fully Wait, wrong. It says milk spots are small bumps on a baby's yes. skin. Reborners will uh, layer dots of paint onto the dolls to create these bumps. Yeah, have you seen that on a baby? You haven't held many babies. But sometimes n- when they're born, it's <laughs> I they haven't held white. any babies. Yet. I'm going to bring my nephew to one of these recordings. Oh, another tax write off? Yeah, another tax. So we can write off everything we do together. Yes. I always bring, I bring a bunch of my stuff to recordings. You don't even see it all the time. Yeah. I bring um, my new, like anything I've bought, all my new clothes I wear on this podcast, I write them all off. I think it would be cool to get a reborn baby with tattoos. Yeah. You, you could, I mean, like, they're already artists and you're already intricately yeah. painting this baby. Why not give it some tats? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like oh, that'd be yeah. cool. You could give it a dragon tail. Ooh. That's what I do. <laughs> yes. You do a tattoo, I do that. I don't know. That's I, what I do. I wonder if it's like Build-A-Bear where like they open up the back and you like kiss on the heart. Yes. And put like all your wishes in your baby. I think it's turning into that because I see now reborns are becoming, you know. Mainstream. Mainstream for kids. Kids, I see a lot of kids who have reborns, when, especially when I'm going down the family vlog or rabbit hole. All mm-hmm. their kids have reborn dolls. It's terrifying. Um, there'll just be like in the back, like the mom's doing a Q&A and in the back there's just like a baby that looks completely real with like crayons all over it. Yeah. And it looks like a dead baby, but it's just a reborn doll for their child. Yes. Um, so I think they're just becoming very mainstream where I don't think you would get your baby anymore. Just a regular little baby doll. Yeah. Like When I was a kid, the American Girl dolls were like the coolest thing you could do, but I don't even yeah. think that would be, that'd be not real enough anymore. Yeah, I only got Bratz and Barbies growing up. Yeah. And I love that you could pop the Bratz feet off and I'd chew on them. And all my Bratz dolls had like the most mangled feet ever. My brother used to chew on the hands of my Barbies and they'd just be like. I've seen kids with those. Yeah. Sad. (laughs) Sad to see. Um, There's a lot of, I'm not going to read through them, I don't think, but just a bunch of popular influencers. Their Mm -hmm. whole thing is that they are reborn parents. Or there's a ton of different types of reborn dolls. There's memory reborns, dolls used to cope with grief over a lost child. Portrait reborns, dolls that are customized to look like someone in the customer's life. For example, the doll might be modeled after their own child, especially if their child is older and no longer a baby. That would be a little upsetting if my mom started taking care of a baby that was 
supposed to be me as a baby and I was like in high school and she like didn't really talk to me anymore but she like was obsessed with me as a baby do you yeah. know what I mean very scary I think um not to <laughs> here we go let's get it going oh my god what happened to you <laughs> wait no this just reminds me of I went to um so my partner and I go to couples therapy it's not like anything bad it's just like no it's good to go to couples therapy I've um since I've become sober like I'm finding I'm becoming like a new person yeah like cause it's like the first time in my life and so like my partner and I are just like how do we navigate yeah. like these sort of but um no the couples therapist Naomi was talking about their family background and then the couples therapist was like so Sarah tell me about your family and I was like we have five minutes but um <laughs> what was I gonna talk about you could, I'll send you a link to my podcast <laughs> yes. and you can take a listen wait what was I gonna say my uh oh, yeah the only my parents are like they the only good things that they ever say about us is when New we babies. were babies babies yeah I, yeah which is so funny to me because I I've talked about this all with my partner because I don't you know I'm not going to get into our plans with if we're going to have children or not. But are you going to have children? They, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer. I guess I will get into it. Yeah. No, probably not. But we've always been like, we don't want a baby. We do not want a, a baby. Is and I adore my nephews. I talk about it all the time. I love my dogs. I love my nephews. But I, I since they were born, I've been like, I love them right now. I do cherish these moments where they're so little and so cute. But I cannot wait until they are like ten years old. Yeah, or like a teenager, and we can just like go do stuff and go to concerts, or even when they're just like six, and I can like go pick them up from school, and we can go eat ice cream, and they'll like know who I am and what's happening. Yeah, I cannot imagine, and I know there's a lot of parents like that who like only like miss their kids as babies, mm -hmm. and I'm like. That's like the that's just when they couldn't talk to you. Basically, you just want your child to like not speak. <laughs> yeah, I think like um, I definitely don't want like a baby or a toddler. I um, that sounds I don't like young children. Like if I were to have children, I'd probably adopt my brother's. Yeah, that's uh, adopted, and so I know the foster care system deeply broken. And so like yeah. I would not. I since I'm sober, I like that was I wanted to foster kids, but I was like, oh, I'm an alcoholic. So now I'm sober. I can if I really I've, respect that though too because I know a lot of people will like foster kids and still like drink in the house and I think that's that, deeply that's triggering deeply upsetting sometimes and and it's kind of like yeah there's a lot of in my but and I really have gone down a big foster care rabbit hole because of yeah. course you know thinking about it for the future and I think it's like yeah if you want to be a foster parent you need to make a lot of sacrifices in your own life like you need to change mm -hmm. things you can't do everything you just want to do because you're now in charge of someone who's been through so much yeah i think like um a lot of people get into fostering for the wrong problem they want like they couldn't have children or something but like they are expect like these kids to be like a blank slate like blank slate and like you know yeah they just want to pretend that it yeah. is there but i also yeah. um i would love to like foster kids and older kids Nothing. i cannot stand sorry children but i cannot stand children and I do, um, this is going to sound weird, I am very familiar with the tumultuous home environment and children who do not like me. So I feel like I'm like mentally equipped to deal with someone who's maybe got a bunch more going on. Sure. And I don't expect anything of any person who's been like put through the system to like oh, yeah. like me or be like, mommy, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like if I I always say this. Like if this all fails, if stand up comedy, podcasting, everything fails, I want to be a high school guidance counselor. <laughs> I fucking I love helping kids. Yeah. I love helping older kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cuz yeah. I feel like that's the age in which they're always like, I don't know what to do. I feel like when I was in high school and middle school, I never like 
I never thought about the future. Yeah. Like people always talk about like I wanted to be an astronaut. I didn't even know to like dream. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Every day was a nightmare. Yeah. So like I would love to be a guidance counselor. I can't be a therapist, but like guidance counselors is like the lowest form yeah. of like mental health professional. And yeah. so I probably just need to finish my degree and go through a program and I'll yeah. be like, you ever thought about going to Juilliard? Yeah. <laughs> And I think it's really, I might be fully wrong, but I think it's a job that it's really what you make it. Because yeah. I feel like I've had a high, my high school guidance counselor, sorry if you're listening, there's literally absolutely no way she is, but yeah. uh, she wasn't very good. She, she And she was a nice woman by oh, yeah. all means, but she was just kind of like, go to a four-year college. I can help you with that. Here's all these, but like, she just kind of vomited out what like you were supposed to say. She ate. Is yeah. She, yeah, yeah. <laughs> onto us and it was really upsetting. Yeah. But I, I think it, it could be a job that you could totally like fully change a, a kid's life. Yeah. Easily. Because um, I met with her multiple times and it was just her being like, you want to be an actor? The mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Don't do that. And then she'd be like, you should go to four-year college. And I'd be like, have you looked at my grades? And she'd look at them and she'd be like, well, I guess you can't go to four-year college either. Yeah. Well, get out of my office. That's what it was like. <laughs> I feel like I'm incredibly resourceful. So like if a creative kid was like, I want to pursue acting, I'm like, okay, we're going to find the most random ways for you to make money. In the yeah. meantime, definitely dream big, but like you're going to have to be willing to sell some blood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. My partner, um, they don't have a <laughs> job besides making music, um, but they all, to supplement their income, they do a bunch of medical trials. Yeah. And now next week they're doing a muscle biopsy and they're getting a couple grand. I know. So that means they're t- taking their muscles? They cut it off? They're That's a- taking a chunk of it. The last one, oh. like, yeah. I just got a biopsy done on a mole uh-huh. and I fainted because I didn't know what a biopsy was. I think I told you about this. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. And I, they were like, we can do one on you. And I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. Let's, of course. They were like, are you sure? We can do, let's check if it has cancer. I was like, yeah, just do anything. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. And I thought a biopsy, they were just going to like look at it yeah. and be like, you don't have cancer. And I looked down and they're cutting off my skin and I fainted. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it was truly terrible. Um, what? But yes. Sorry. Like Kendall said, there is a bunch of people in the Reborn uh, doll community. But what is the the community like? Reborn collectors say that the community is tight-knit and growing all the time. The community is mostly women but varies widely in age. Age ranges from young children to women in their 70s who take part in the community. That's nice. I love that. I think mm-hmm. that's super sweet. Yeah. Uh, those in the community connect online and in person at doll shows, conventions. That's really nice. And then reborn collectors and artists share their collections and educate others on new reborning techniques like painting, hand rooting, waiting. That's actually pretty cool. Wait, what? Um, the techniques. I love. I oh. I love taking classes. So the idea of like, I mean. I would be down to paint a new reborn doll, yeah. but I don't know if I could keep it. I feel like it would scare me. Tyler? Tyler? You're a star. <laughs> okay. He's um, He's not even scared. His eyes aren't even open. I don't know if I could have a reborn with open eyes. That scares me a little bit. Could you do the dolls, the baby dolls that like you move yeah. its head and it's like- I hooked. had a baby doll when I was little. I don't remember what her name was, but she could breathe and grow. And that was like uh, something I wanted for some reason. You know, they make those dolls that like were more, they could eat food and stuff. And she was motion activated. And at nighttime, we ended up selling her in a garage sale because at nighttime, you'd be asleep and you would wake up to her being like, like in my closet. And yeah. I was like, nobody's moving over there. Why oh is she God. doing that? Why is she doing that? My uh, One of my cousins is an absolute weirdo. Um, but when we did hang out when we were little, I remember we were playing with dolls. 
I got them all off my shelf and we were sitting at this like table and I think one fell off the table yeah. and all I remember her saying is, you pushed her, murderer, murderer. And I was like, I was like seven and I was like, that w- it was weird because it was so creepy the way yeah. she said it and it just stuck with me. Yeah, and how's she doing now? She is in the United States military. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Could have guessed it. (laughs) You know, I thought she was gay. Like, oh my God. She might be. She is married to a man. And I... She might be gay. I... I... I was like, if there was anyone that's supposed to be gay in this family, it was supposed to be you. Yeah. But then I guess I absorbed it that day. (laughs) My little sister got some residual. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So there's a bunch of doll convention shows. Okay, so this, and before, I know we're kind of going over time, so we'll zoom through this, but something that did make the Reborn community get a bunch of hate was that during the formula shortage, a lot of them were purchasing formula for their Reborn dolls. Oh, wow. Which is no bueno. That's not great. And it uh, and it was tough. And so I think it became something where, like I said, once it starts affecting other people, it kind of, you know, we you can't just say, this is my hobby, don't judge me, because there were babies that truly didn't have food yeah and you're buying formula to i guess just keep and pretend you're feeding it to your baby i don't really know yeah i think that is definitely like messed up there's because we all know there's a formula shortage um there was also uh but it says they were reborn collectors were scapegoated for the shortage oh but i I don't think they caused the shortage to be clear i don't know i i don't think i i think it's just like if there is a shortage I think you that shouldn't do that. It says this blame was misguided. Reborn collectors don't usually purchase real baby formula for their dolls. I feel yes. like it was just like, you know, people freaking out because, I mean, there's already yeah. a shortage. And so they're like, oh, these doll babies are. Yeah. Oh, I thought I, I think I, I once again never thought they were the reason for it. I also don't think I assumed most. I don't think I was like reborn, reborners, what are mm-hmm. they called? reborn owners. I don't think I thought most of them were doing that. Oh, yeah. But there was like a couple people on TikTok who would post morning routines with their reborn and they would have formula and they would have bought new formula. And there was like probably, I'm sure, 10 of them out of the thousands and thousands of people who do this. But those people were like, it was like, you cannot do that. Yeah. Or they just use like whey protein and then like put a little baby sticker (laughs) on the front. Yes. It would look this. It would feel the exact same. Yeah. And then there's also reborns mistaken for real babies, which is not normally an issue, but reborns have been mistaken for real babies, which has led the police to being called and people attempting to rescue the dolls from hot cars. Oh, my God. If you... um... (laughs) That's just asking for it, though. I know. You leave a baby and it looks like a realistic baby in a hot car. It does feel like the ultimate like gaslighting yeah or, like the person would be like why would you call the cops it's a doll and you're yeah. like okay i'm sorry i didn't assume there was a five thousand dollar life-size doll that is made to look exactly like a baby yeah. laying lifeless in the back of your hot car how yeah. was i supposed to know that <laughs> i was gonna say um <laughs> my dad used to take me to work yeah and uh when he didn't have a sitter and i'd st- sit in the car for all day yep there it is and that <laughs> you got really hot there it is yes. there it is <laughs> Yeah, that is deeply upsetting. My roommate told me the other day about how when he was 12, he was like a full teen. I mean, he was basically a teenager, fully 12, sitting in the back of his car. It was one of those things where his dad like 
was going to go into the grocery store and he was like, I don't want to go. And he's like hanging out in the back of the car. I think that he was like, the AC was on. I was fully fine. I was like on my phone. Yeah. And this man comes up, comes up and he's like banging on the, the door and it's like, I'm going to get you out of there. Yeah. And he like calls 911 and is like, don't worry. And then he like opened the door and was like, stop, stop. I'm, tw- I'm fine. Like my yeah. dad's and he's like, no, you're being neglected. And he like <laughs> called the police and he was like, it was so bizarre where this man was trying so hard to like do a good deed for me yeah. and everyone was like he is not a baby he's yeah. 12 years old very funny to <laughs> wait me. though uh i when i was in college i was driving home and i was on an off ramp but it was really hot but i had a turtleneck on yeah so i was trying to take my turtleneck off and i hit the guardrail like all the way around <laughs> and i like <laughs> i like come to a stop and the guy behind me he also stops and he's like banging on my window while the turtleneck is around my head and he's like oh my god did you have a seizure and i was like no i was trying to take my sweater off at the fucking 45 miles per hour. Oh my God. Okay, that mm-hmm. is very funny. I mean, there you go. There's Reborn Dolls. This is what I was going to say. It says Reborn Dolls in TVs and films. Um, that They should put Reborn Dolls in TV. That is incredible. That's yeah. such a great way to not have babies in TV. Although, I've always thought that if I had a baby, yeah. I wouldn't, and I would be very against putting my child into like the industry, but I think a newborn baby, I'd be like, I make a couple thousand bucks putting them in random ads for diapers. Nobody's going to know what they look like. I know, but the I'll bright. put all that money into their college fund. Just make it a quick buck. And then the second they have any, like, conscious recognizable thought. features or conscious thoughts, I'm like, you're done. And yeah. then later I'll just be like, look, I have $50,000 for you for when you were a baby. And I feel like they would be like, that is awesome. Thank yeah. You so much. I think that's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it's what we're doing with Tyler. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Yes, but uh, we actually do have the grandmother of someone with a reborn doll, and yeah. she would like to give her perspective on this whole situation. Oh, yeah. I wish I could be there for it. Mm-hmm. I really wish I could be there I for it. I will relay everything that Please. happens. Mm-hmm. Please. Are, are you going to take Tyler out for a smoke? Um, I Yeah, <laughs> he wants to go out for a smoke. I yes, don't smoke, but yes. he wants to, so I'm going to take him out and let him and let him do that. But thank you so much. I <laughs> said so thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for having thank me Thank you so much for co-hosting every week. <laughs> Um, Thank you guys for joining us this week and I hope you guys have a nice interview. Okay, goodbye. Mm -hmm. Hi, joining us today is Edith. Hello there, my name is Edith. I know. How are you doing? I'm good. So tell us a little bit about your grandson. Is he a reborn doll? Oh yeah, this is my grandson. So, um... I have two daughters, uh-huh. okay, and they both have decided to be liberal. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that happened, but they both voted for Hillary Clinton. Oh, wow. One of them is a school teacher, uh-huh. and the other one went to a liberal arts college uh-huh. and now is on an improv team. Oh, wow. She does improvisation. I saw one of the shows. I have absolutely no idea what I was watching. Mm -hmm. So both of them naturally don't have any kids. Yes. Because liberal people these days are not having kids. No. They're not. I was hoping that they would get out of college or drop out of college, Mm -hmm. get married, have a bunch of babies. Of course. And I want a grandbaby. I'm 86. Oh, wow. I have a dog. So I have a dog who's 66 years old. 66 years my junior. Oh, incredible. So she's 20. 
If you are 86, how old are your children? They're in their 40s. I had late. I had. I was late to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had a career in acting, which I don't even need to get into. Okay. And I won't because it's a time I regret. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't have any kids. So I said, please have kids. Please have grandkids. I get a call from my youngest. She said, I'm having a baby. Oh, nice. I was crying. I was so excited. I meet this baby. Uh-huh. This is the baby. Oh, I don't think you should hold him like that. This is the baby. Oh. Don't worry. It's not real. It's a doll. Okay. Okay. She hands me this baby, and I was, well, I was pissed. Mm-hmm. I was riled up because I've been waiting my entire life to have a grandchild. Yeah. And this is what I receive. Mm-hmm. So that's how me and this newborn baby met. It's a doll. It squeezes in the middle. It's made of plastic or something. Mm-hmm. And I babysit it three days a week, which is just ridiculous. Do you get paid hourly or by no, the day? No, I don't get paid. Oh. It's just I'm its grandma, so I do it. Okay. Do you take it to the park? I do. I do stuff with it sometimes. But I, at first, I tried to do that stuff, you uh-huh. know. But over time, I said, this is just a waste of my time. So now I've been doing like I, I figured out. I babysat him yesterday. I figured out how to work my Roku remote on my TV. Yes. I figured out how, oh, I paid my taxes, uh-huh. which I haven't done in 12 years or something. <laughs> I know, but I was so bored that I said, okay, we'll do taxes. So he got a little tax lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much what we do. I just go about my day, and then my daughter comes to pick him up, and we have a passive-aggressive conversation, mm-hmm. and then he goes home. That's actually quite interesting because you said the baby was a waste of your time. However, you're chronically bored. Well, just because you don't do nothing, uh-huh. I'm retired. Yes. Doesn't mean your time isn't valuable. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I was taking him to the pork and all of that, I'm not enjoying that. Yeah. And he doesn't have a brain. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, I said, well... I can take him to church. Yes. Because that's something I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, we're not doing religion with him. I said, it's a doll. Yeah. And she didn't like that. So I can't take him to church. I can't watch any of the shows I like to watch. I like to watch the news. And she says the news I watch isn't real news. So I can't watch it in front of the baby. She's treating this baby like a real baby. And I am tired of it. I can definitely understand that so has the baby made your connection with your daughter closer or more strained it's been more well it's hard to get more strained than what it was before Mm -hmm. she likes to call me toxic yeah that's a word i think she found on the internet Mm -hmm. but we get to see each other more often now because i'm watching the baby but uh I don't respect it. It freaks me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some people who could benefit from this doll. Yeah. I have a friend, Kathleen, a church friend. Mm-hmm. She loves babies and she doesn't have any babies of her own. Uh-huh. I said she would like to have a doll, but my daughter is 40 years old. And you know what she does in her free time? What? She watches The Daily Show, mm-hmm. and she does indoor rock climbing. Oh, wow. She doesn't know how to even use a carpet cleaner. She doesn't know how to make sourdough bread. Yeah. Nothing that you need to know. So she's nowhere close to getting a husband. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I don't even care. 
bring home a wife. Yeah. I don't care. But a piece of plastic? Come Mm. on. (laughs) You are so traditional that you're liberal. Truly. Now I'm begging her. I said, marry anything. Yeah. Marry anyone. Okay. I don't care. I'll officiate it. Mm -hmm. I'll wear a full pride flag suit. Are you ordained? I can be. Okay. I have enough time now. I'm babysitting this this Walmart doll. Uh-huh. I could probably get ordained. I have the time. I understand that. So um, you don't respect your grandson? He is a doll. I understand that. But I don't need to respect a doll. I understand that. But does he have any quirks? Any fun qualities? Yeah, he does. He yes. does have a couple fun quirks. Like he's a baby, but he doesn't breathe. He doesn't eat. He doesn't go to the bathroom. And he's not real. So those are quirks that he has. <laughs> yes. Those are weird things that he does. But I'm saying, does he, you know, sit up at night or open his eyes or do anything creepy, float around the room? I... He does what you're saying now is what he does. Okay. He lays there. He doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I wish he was haunted. It'd be more fun. Yeah. It'd be more fun. Something to do. I could give him an exorcism or something. We could bond in that way. Mm-hmm. But he just sits there. So I'm, I'm disappointed. All my other friends, like Meredith. Yeah. Abigail. Of course. They all have grandbabies, and I just don't have any, but... This one is is what I've got, so I've got to maybe start having a better attitude about it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you could swap out this young man for the other baby. Do you think that they would notice Meredith? You know, like would she 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 probably wouldn't notice, but I bet her daughter would. Meredith is is selfish and she's wild. Yeah, (laughs) so she uh, probably wouldn't notice, but her daughter is 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 sharp, Mm, like a hawk. I get that. Yeah. Uh, Does um so you just have one daughter? I have two daughters. Okay. Uh, both liberal. And the other one doesn't want to have children as well? No, doesn't want to have a baby. Well, the other one is guy. Uh-huh. Which I support. But. Interesting. Well, my daughters are guy, so mm-hmm. I've got to support. Mm-hmm. It, you know what? But I'm tired of being called intolerant just because I don't want to spend three days out of the week looking at this. Mm-hmm. But. My other daughter's gay, and her and her wife travel the world. She's a school teacher, and then in the summers they travel. That's what's important to them. I just wish it was different. I wish that they, I don't know, I wish that that we had more in common. I wish that we went to church together, and they, you know, had a house, and mm-hmm. they had a bunch of kids, and their marriage was struggling, and maybe they have money problems. You know, normal marriage Of things. course, yeah. But they're just kind of... Doing this new type of marriage that is is functional, is functional and and lacks chaos. Yeah, and that's hard for me to see. Mm, you said they didn't have a house. Where did they live during the school year? An apartment. Oh wow! And a- they do have. They live in an apartment, which is fine, but um, they don't want to live in a house. Oh. They said they like living in an apartment. In their forties, that's incredible. <sighs> Because they live in New York City. Oh, okay. And it would I, be hard to get a house yeah, in New York City. Yeah, they live there. Scary. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Do you, do you visit them often? No, I'm not going to New York City. Oh. Oh, my God. No. Goodness gracious, I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. No, that's dangerous. And also, a lot of stairs. Yeah. Um, but we're going to take the baby on some vacation somewhere. Maybe take him to Disneyland or maybe Disney World. I'd rather go to Florida uh-huh. than... California, but because mm-hmm. um, of the weather, it's nicer over there. 
I would say it's more humid in Florida. I like the humidity, Sarah, because I'm so dry. Yeah. When you get older, you realize your skin is so dry, the humidity is good. Yeah, I think your hair could benefit from some moisture. I know, I know, it's dry. How much, uh, if you don't mind me asking, did your granddaughter cost? I don't want to know. I didn't ask, and I don't want to know. Because, let's just say, whatever it is... If it's more than $20, mm-hmm. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. I'm going to be pissed. I haven't received a Mother's Day gift in 25 years. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe that? Well, are your daughters and you close? No. So. And I don't get them a birthday present. Sure, you could say that. But well, a Mother's Day present, that should be mandatory. Uh, and now they're going and spending all this money on this baby. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What does your husband say about the baby? My husband is dead. Oh, uh, so no So opinion. he says a lot. Oh, yes. <laughs> he doesn't like it, but he gets away with it because no one else can hear him. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll tell you. Oh, so does your husband's spirit haunt your house? Oh, yeah. Well, it haunts my mind. Oh. But he did that before he died. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Him and the baby have a lot in common. Uh, right. He, you know what? Lifeless. Him and the baby do have a lot in common. Yes. No brain, boring, mm-hmm. and a disappointment. Oh, okay. And definitely not what I pictured my life to be like. Okay. That's what they have in common. I understand that. Um, does your granddaughter ever, um, I was going to say, ask about birth father, sperm donor? Do they ever wonder how does this... Does this baby ask about that? Yes. No. This baby doesn't do anything, Sarah. How many times do I have to tell you that? Look at him. He doesn't do nothing. I just wanted I've to... I've tried to get him to do something. Okay. I've tried to will him with my religion. I've tried to pray to God that he'd move or do something. He doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Has your daughter ever tried to breastfeed the baby? I, I look. I, I said... I set some boundaries when this baby came in the, in the home, and I won't allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't want tits flying around. I actually sell amniotic fluid on the side, so if your daughter ever wants another baby, I can make it really realistic for a good price. I don't want to be involved in whatever drugs you have gone going on. Oh, I don't not... know what amniotic fluid is, but it, mm. it sounds something that's probably illegal. Yeah, I got a placenta in the cooler in the car. You do some big words to intimidate me. This is what liberals do. They use these big words, try to intimidate me. I'm not going to be intimidated. I've got the Lord on my side. Mm-hmm. And a plastic baby in my hand, and nobody can stop me. Mm-hmm. I would say that this is very Republican of me, and that I'm entrepreneurship is, I'm trying to sell some services to you. But uh, I digress. Um, so what advice would you give to other grandmothers out there like you? You know what I'll say, and I think this is going to surprise you. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. I just wanted to see if it would react like my kid. You try to kill him? <laughs> no, no, that would be weird. Are you trying to? Ki- it won't work. I've tried. Okay. Um, here's what I would say to anybody: a grandmother who has a reborn doll as a grandchild. Mm-hmm. And I mean this. Yes. I've spent a lot of my life arguing with my daughters. Mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of my life going back and forth and trying to make them who I want them to be. And the reality is, no matter what you do, your kids are going to turn out. Some type of why that you have no control over. Mm -hmm. And this plastic doll is not worth losing my relationship over my child. So so I will continue Monday through Thursday babysitting this plastic doll as long as I still get to see my daughter and hang out and have a good relationship. Because that's what mothers do. Mm -hmm. Right? Because 
there's been a lot of drama between me and my kids. And sometimes I tell you, I look back, I don't even remember what half of it was about. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to do this. I wanted to do them that. Who cares? So I'll rant to you about this, and I'll rant to my friends. And I don't know what I think about this baby. Mostly negative. Mm-hmm. But that's because I thought I would have a bunch of grandkids. Mm-hmm. And now I don't. But I just, you got to push through and support your family and whatever and whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. And I'm very hopeful for Tyler. I know someday he's going to grow up big and strong. And be a really deformed Leonardo DiCaprio, Madame Tussauds recreation. Would you like to have Tyler back? Yes, please. Oh, sorry. It's fine. (laughs) She doesn't feel anything. All right, well, thank you. What was your name again? Edith. Thank you, Edith, for being on the show. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you, Mm -hmm. and I'm praying for you. I am praying for you, too. Thank you. Well, that was incredibly insightful. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the BCC Club. Yes, that was such a treat. Mm. Um, I, I met her in the hallway, and she was fired up, so yeah. I'm interested to see the the interview. I know. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. Remember, you can listen to us on anywhere you get your podcasts. We're on YouTube. Please subscribe if you're on YouTube, and rate and review us, mm-hmm. all the things that would help us out. And we just appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZOCDOC.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.